Hello and welcome to this episode of the Fit Girl Walks podcast. It is time to lace up your trainers, get your coat on because let's face it, it's January and it's freezing outside and get yourself out that door with my podcast playing, of course. Today's episode, I want to dig into three super simple things that you can do or three things that I would do if I wanted to make my life and weight loss easier this January so that I can reduce the overwhelm and get incredible results. Now, these three things are super simple. And again, you may be listening to this episode and thinking, wow, Phoebe, is that it? These are super simple. But I guarantee you that these three simple things are the three things that the majority of people are overlooking because everybody likes to overcomplicate their weight loss. Everyone likes to overcomplicate their fitness journey and their plans and their programs and everything. So today we are bringing it back. We are stripping it back and we are getting three simple things you can go away and implement today. Like literally as soon as you're back from your fit girl walk today, or as soon as you finish listening to this podcast episode, you can go away and implement them. Okay, so starting off with number one. First thing that I do if I was trying to make life easier, uh, and these are all things as well that I'm implementing with my clients this month as well as myself, is first things first, I pick a flexible calorie target. So if you're someone who does track calories or maybe you're just starting to or you're just getting into it, often we set ourselves a really strict, specific goal. So let's say you've you know opened up my fitness power, you've you've used a calculator online and it said, right, your target is 1600 calories. And you know, we can get really bogged down on trying to be super specific and hitting that exact number as much as we can and it can feel quite overwhelming if you go over it by even 10 calories. So something that I like to implement and something I usually recommend is rather than working with a strict goal of for example 1600 calories, I'd give myself a range. So I'd aim to stay within the 16 to 1800 calorie range. This means that you have some room for a little bit of a small slip up because let's face it they're going to happen um, but it stops it becoming a total catastrophe because we all know that we're not going to be perfect right away so having that buffer means that actually if you eat a 1600 and you're still starving in the evening and actually having I don't know a banana or a small snack of protein yogurt or something like that for that extra 100 200 calories if that's actually going to help you to not just binge eat everything that evening because you're starving and you've tried to restrict yourself and then you actually do stay within that upper limit or that upper range then that is a big big win in my books, you know. And again, when you have this range, you can accept that, cool, if more often than not, I'm at that lower end of the range, cool, I'll probably see progress a little bit faster. If I'm more often than not towards that higher end of the range, cool, I'm still going to see progress. It might just be a, a, a little bit slower, not a huge amount slower, like you, you should still see progress at that kind of upper end of your range. But it just gives you that bit more flexibility in the weekends and bits like that as well. Or if you've had a busy day and you didn't have time to prep your lunch, so you've had to pick up a meal deal from Tesco's because you didn't have any other options. It just means that you've got a bit more freedom, a bit more flexibility so that you're not stuck trying to stick to this really specific number and getting a little bit too caught up on it. And the same goes for things like your protein target as well. Yes, of course, protein is important in a fat loss goal and in any fitness goal really, especially if you're strength training in the gym. But at the same time, giving yourself some freedom on your protein target and actually being okay if it takes you a few weeks to adjust to it because you can't necessarily hit everything overnight, especially if you're new to tracking protein and you've never really focused on it before. Aiming to hit 120 grams a day overnight if you're currently only eating 60, it's probably not going to happen. It will take some time to build up and that's absolutely fine. So going into uh, tip number two or action number two, 
this is a really important one and this is such a common one that I see people doing and a little bit of a mistake that I see people doing in January. Don't try and go from doing like five gym sessions a month last year to suddenly now doing five a week in January just because it's January and you're feeling you know that bit more motivated and you feel like you need to like go hard or go home start small because if you're if you were doing maybe one a week last year and that was a big maybe when it came to one a week like some weeks you wouldn't what makes you think you're going to be able to maintain doing five a week this year for longer than maybe a few weeks because what happens when that motivation wears off right? You're going to start not getting those full five sessions. You're going to start feeling like a failure. You're not going to feel good in yourself. And then you're probably going to give up altogether. So you're much better off starting small, say with two or three workouts a week. Then once those are solid in your routine, once you've been able to commit to those and you've ticked those off week in, week out for, I don't know, a month, two months, then you can start to build on that over time. Then you can say, cool, right, well, looking at my work schedule right now and my social life and everything else that I have going on, can I realistically add in that fourth session or maybe a fifth session? Start small and build it up over time. And I promise you, you will feel so much better for it. And I know that a lot of people will say, oh, but if you're only doing two workouts a week, like it's not enough to see progress. I promise you that it absolutely is. I have clients that only do one workout a week and they still continually see increases in their strength. They continue to build muscle and tone their bodies and drop body fat. So you don't need to be hitting the gym five, six, seven days a week. Start with what is achievable and what is comfortable for you right now and then build on that over time. It's the best way to do it, I promise, rather than trying to do too much too soon and then completely falling off track because you're absolutely knackered. You finally have some social events coming up when February hits and obviously we're out of this horrible long month where no one likes to go out maybe you're doing dry january maybe you're not maybe you're avoiding the pub or going out to eat a little bit more maybe you're trying to save yourself a little bit of money whatever reason that might be come february when maybe life picks up a bit and things get a bit busier we want to make sure that we can maintain what we're doing like in a few weeks time right so be really careful that you don't try and do too much too soon and number three this is one that you're probably going to roll your eyes at I, I won't lie to you. But number three is I would prioritize stress management. Now, I know you're probably like, yeah, yeah, but I can't control my stress. I have a really horrible boss at work and work's really busy. You know, I had time off over Christmas and I've come back to an inbox which is just never ending and a to-do list which is never ending because I shot myself in the foot in December by saying, oh, I'll deal with that after Christmas. Like, I get it. We've all been there. We all do it. But managing your stress and actually I'm going to sort of double this up so sort of like a three like the third tip is going to be a bit of a part one and part two because they do tie in uh, stress management and your sleep prioritizing your sleep these two things are going to be so important and the reason I'm kind of tying them in together is because again if you're very very stressed and you're going through a hard time that's potentially going to impact your sleep if you're someone who lies in bed at night with your thoughts going crazy and all you're thinking about is Susan in the office who said she needed something from you by the end of the day and you didn't get it done or you've got a, a deadline coming up and at the end of the week and that's running around in your mind and it's impacting your sleep both of these things are not only going to impact your well your energy levels right and when we're tired it's so hard to make the decisions in life but also things like your hunger levels your appetite your cravings especially if you're on a weight loss journey if you're not sleeping enough and if you're stressed 
That is a recipe for disaster. It's a recipe for overeating because you're going to be feeling hungry. You're going to be craving those biscuits at 4 p.m. You probably, you know, your appetite's going to be all over the shop. And it's really, really important that you get your stress managed as best as you can. This isn't me saying that you're going to be able to magically make all of your stress disappear. I'm not suggesting that because let's face it, it's probably not going to happen. Maybe at some point it might, but straight away, probably not. Um, and same with sleep. If you aren't getting enough sleep or you're not getting deep sleep, again, that's not only going to impact your energy, but it's also going to um, impact your appetite and your cravings and your hunger. All of these things make you hungrier, right? And that does not help us when we're on a weight loss journey. So when it comes to your sleep, right, getting your eight hours, please, I cannot stress this enough. Get yourself into bed eight hours before your alarm is going off in the morning, Ideally, maybe get yourself into bed like a little bit before that if you know you're someone who scrolls on your phone or reads or something before you go to sleep. But give yourself a eight hour window or an eight hour opportunity for sleep because getting enough sleep is so vital for your mental clarity, for your energy levels, for um, regulating your appetite and your hunger. It's so, so important as well as recovery from training. If you're maybe new to the gym and new to strength training, it's going to help with your recovery. And making sure that you're not aching too much, which I'm sure if you did get back into the gym after Christmas, you may have spent the last week or two feeling like you can't walk because maybe you went a little bit too hard too soon, especially if you're one of those people who has tried to get in the gym five days a week for the last couple of weeks and your body, like it's catching up with you and your body is like, what on earth are you doing to me? Um, Anyway, so again, that's why sleep is important. And Stress management, you know, not only can that physically increase your appetite, not only does it make it harder to make good choices. You know, when you've had a bad day and you get home from work and then you've got to figure out what you want to eat for dinner and possibly even then cook a good healthy dinner, right? It's the last thing you want to do. All you probably want to do is, I don't know, either have a glass of wine or like eat a bar of chocolate or something because these things help to kind of numb our emotions right it's a distraction it gives us that instant like dopamine hit you know rather than like reaching for the vegetables in the fridge to cook dinner we reach for that packet of crisps or we reach for that bar of chocolate and we sit on the sofa and distract ourselves by scrolling through instagram or tiktok or whatever it might be so again what can we replace those behaviors with that are going to help you uh, decompress at the end of the day and de-stress you know can you get yourself out for a 10 minute walk around the block listening to the fit girl walks podcast might i add maybe you know maybe you're doing that it's a great stress management technique um you know for you are you someone who can maybe get into like meditation and when you get home from work um at the end of the day you just stick a five minute meditation on just to calm down um is going to the gym and doing a workout your favorite way to you know release stress at the end of the day um or what can you do that's going to benefit you and that's going to help you you know even things that are as small as at the end of your work day writing out your to-do list for the following day and just having a bit of a brain dump like keep a notepad next to your desk or if you work from home for example keep a notepad somewhere nearby So that when you get to the end of the day, you can have that brain dump, you can get everything out of your brain onto paper. And so that when you get to work the next day, you know exactly where to pick up and you know exactly where you left off the next day, rather than I'm sure we all know that feeling where it gets to nine o'clock in the evening and you suddenly have that like click in your brain and you go, oh my gosh, I must remember to do that tomorrow or, oh, I must make sure that I remember to send that email or, oh, I didn't do this yesterday. Like write that stuff down at the end of your day, at the end of your work day, literally write out, if I was still working for the next hour, what would be the next step I take? 
and write that out so that when you get in the next morning, you know exactly where to start. And this is, I mean, a little bit of a productivity hack, well, not hack, but tip as well, I suppose, can be really beneficial if you're someone who maybe struggles to kind of get started in the morning when you get to work because you're not really sure what to start with or kind of what to do. That can be really helpful um, in that kind of sense as well. So prioritize that stress management. I'm a huge fan of journaling as well. I know that a lot of people find it if they've not done it before, they're like, oh, it's a little bit wishy-washy and all of this. But I promise you, you will never regret sitting down and brain dumping your thoughts out on a notebook or on a bit of paper. It doesn't have to be something really deep and uh, like philosophical and writing out, I don't know, like a work of art. It doesn't have to be like that. Literally just pen to paper, brain dump everything. You know, ask yourself how you're feeling. Tune into your body. You know, are you hungry or are you stressed? And you're looking for some food to like numb those emotions. And that is a whole nother podcast episode in itself um, around uh, binge eating and overeating and emotional eating and all of that. So I'm not going to dive into that right now because, again, I don't want to make this episode too much longer I could go very very deep into all of those topics um but I am going to wrap this up there those are the three top tips that I can give you if you are trying to lose weight this January so you know tip number one give yourself a calorie range you know rather than being super strict on say 1600 calories give yourself that range of 1600 to 1800 tip number two don't try and go from one gym session a week last year to five a week this year probably not going to stick you're probably then just going to feel pretty shit about yourself because you didn't manage to stick to it so start small and build on that over time and of course number three or sort of 3.1 and 3.2 we have your stress management and prioritizing your sleep because I promise you they will make a world of difference and actually I often say this to clients like I would rather them prioritize their sleep and stress management over like planning all their meals for the week because when you are well rested and when you are not stressed the rest of your life is so much easier. Okay. So thanks so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you're not already, make sure to hit subscribe. Always, always my DMs are open on Instagram. You can find me at fit with underscore Phoebe. And if you have any topics that you'd like covered in the future, just drop me a message over there and let me know. But otherwise, I hope you have an incredible day and I will see you soon.